When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. How would you like to ramp up your club's game day atmosphere? Big Screen Video is giving 10 lucky sports clubs the chance to win a $10,000 grant towards their own digital scoreboard. Register now at iCanWin.com.au slash BSV. S-E-N-Z. All right, let's go back, Kimpy. Let's try and put together a little timeline here. And double eight, double three, the Temper Bid Post text machine. But please, actually, the Kennard's Hire phone line, 0800 Help us out because we're going to miss things. I've just in the news there tried to scribble up a little timeline of events. And I would have missed things. But I can't really remember a week more tumultuous in my lifetime uh, for New Zealand rugby and for the All Blacks brand. They lost in historic and terrible fashion. That was a week ago. It feels like a month ago. The, the, the way that Andy Farrell outclassed, outcoached, outmentored, outinspired, and then the players out-executed the All Blacks, I mean, a week on, are you, have you got your jaw off the ground yet, Kempi? No, no, I haven't. And I'm still waiting for some answers. That's uh, like everyone else in the in the country, just waiting for some answers and... Yeah, you know, I think some very, very um, good questions have been asked. You know, what's going on? You know, you, you're so. If it wasn't the World Cup um, heading our way, I don't think it'd be so intense. But at the moment, it looks like again the door's been shut, and no one wants to talk. And look, I'm not going to give you the context because you've all been here, you've all known about it. We've been talking about this for two years now. Uh, I mean, we lost to Argentina for the first time. So after this win, after this win by Ireland in the weekend, which was nothing short of miraculous and. Just amazing the way that they le- leveled up to play. Ian Foster in the post match, he mentioned to us that we probably didn't understand how good Ireland was, which I didn't like. I didn't take that comment kindly, but I understood what he was trying to say that the rest of the world has caught up. But I think that he didn't need to say that we probably didn't need know that because I think we do know that. We understand that the rest of the world is at an echelon now that the All Blacks haven't kept up to. So the next day when CEO of New Zealand Rugby, Mark Robinson, does a pretty unprecedented step of releasing a statement and in his words says that the performance has been unacceptable, I think personally I, I thought, yeah, cool, that's awesome. I love that we're getting on the front foot here. Unfortunately at that stage I hadn't realised that the press conference had been cancelled, which you usually traditionally get a press conference to wrap up a series on a Sunday. Um, you'd expect Ian Foster, potentially Sam Kane, to be made available. At this stage, there was a bit of murkiness about why that press conference had been cancelled. Jeff Wilson even went on TV and actually said that there wasn't even meant to be a press conference. That was found out to be not true. There was always going to be a press conference. But what 
came from that was rumours that Ian Foster was going to be sacked. Because why would you cancel it? You'd usually just front and say, um, you know, fighting words like, this isn't good enough. I understand that we're not doing good enough. But when you take it away, you leave the public in a place where you think that your mind goes to a place where you draw conclusions that, oh, here we go. The wheels are in motion here. And when you when you paired that with the unacceptable statement that Mark Robinson made, it really did make sense until we got one of the more bizarre social media posts that I've seen on LinkedIn of all places, not Instagram or Snapchat for all you millennials. <laughs> LinkedIn. You use LinkedIn, Kempty? Oh, very rarely. I've got a LinkedIn page, but you know, I look at it LinkedIn once Pro? a fortnight, maybe. Are you on the premium LinkedIn? No, not a chance. Well, <laughs> Joe Malcolm probably is because she's prolific on it. Uh, she's the contractor that was tasked with looking after the All Blacks media, and I've dealt with Joe for a number of years, and she's always been very helpful, to be honest. I think she's pretty decent at her job, and well, I've never had an issue with her, and I still haven't really. Although, she took responsibility for cancelling the press conference in her own words. She said, my bad. The reason she gave was that she thought that the media was being unfair to Ian Foster and Sam Kane by asking them about their performance and what they thought that their uh, place and their job security was, especially Ian Foster. So she took it on herself to say that we weren't going to do it. So that happened. It is bizarre. And I don't know. I haven't asked Joe, but I think in reflection, she might, if she had her time again, I, she might change some of the wording. I don't know. I'm speaking for her there, so I, I don't know that, but... Look, that's what happened. There was another social media post later on in the week from another me member of the uh, All Blacks media team, which was also quite strange. But anyway, by the by, let's carry on the timeline. Silence. This is a part of the week where we had silence, Kempi. It got into about Tuesday, Wednesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And we thought that there was going to be a squad for the rugby championship named on Wednesday. We didn't get that. Uh, we asked Mark Robinson if he wanted to come on the show and just let us know where we're at. There was no planned media at that stage. Uh, as far as I'm aware, I haven't checked my emails in the last 15 minutes. There's still no planned media. But we are getting leaks now. And this is what happens when you don't communicate. Leaks starting to appear that there will be a squad named today and that Ian Foster will be retaining his job. But that wasn't it. The silence also led to, well, I guess, <laughs> criticism. More criticism, ironically. Columns were written, penned. Um, people was talkback calls were taken, fielded, where the rugby public felt very disappointed. Then you get this... Um, this video released of an all-black great, one of our greatest halfbacks, and he's the man that commentates, like him or hate him, loathe him, whatever. Justin Marshall is, he is one of our finer rugby brains, I think. He watches more rugby than a lot of people. And having a verbal altercation with Akira Yuani and the All Blacks on the Saturday night, a video emerging of that, Kimpy, when you saw that, could you believe what you were watching? No, I couldn't. And, I, you know, it's not a good look when you've got old boys and, and, the, and the current crop having arguments you know, I can't talk about it because it wasn't there, or, or what it was about. Um, but it's not a really, it's not really that good a look, is it? When you you lose a series, you go straight out that night, and then you end up having an in-house fight, and um, and that breaks after everything that you've just said has happened. You know, so someone's kept it up their sleeve and thought, oh well, no, this is a really good time to break it and, and add fire, you know, petrol to the fire. So, um, you know, some really interesting comments that you've made there, like some of them. You know, Joe, when she's come out and said, you know, I made a decision that the coach and, and that don't have a press conference. Well, where's your CEO? Shouldn't that be run past your CEO? Well, you tend to think that she probably did run it past him, did she? 
Um, we don't know. And but you, don't, you see, there's so many unknown parts to this um, conversation that I, you, you, I'm listening to you once again and I'm going, there's a definite divide between what's happening at front office and what's happening on the team bus. And I want to, I want to touch on that, Kempe. I don't think, and I don't want to speak on behalf of you, I need you to call me 0800-150-811 to let me know what you think. But I don't think any of us are actually necessarily blaming the team. Their performance wasn't good enough. We know that. But this this whole cluster that this week has become, it's got nothing to do with Ian Foster. I guarantee you Fozzie would have gone up there and faced the media. He's done it hundreds of times before. He's had bad losses before. This might be worse than them, but he would have done it. Sam Kane has he's got, he oozes humility. The guy is a, he's a super bloke. He knows he's under pressure. He would have got up there and fronted. The players, I'm not blaming the players for any of this, but what I will say that the players probably need to take more responsibility on, and I think you agree, is on Saturday night, do not engage with a former All Black, even if he is being lippy. Who cares? I don't know what the scenario was. I don't personally think you should have been out because I, I think you're doing the jersey a disservice after your performance you've put in then to go out, and I understand they have lives and they're allowed to blow off steam, but I think there's always a time and a place and they've been caught up now where this has come back on the players, and it's unfortunate. And the nail in the coffin this morning, if you're waking up, well, we got a little bit of breaking news. Um, ding, ding, ding. Scott Robertson has signed. He is going to be head coach of the Barbarians in a game against the All Blacks. So, so that means Fozzie's still got the job. And <laughs> you, it's, it's, all, it's all playing out in the back rooms without anyone talking. And you're dead right. You know, like... the. The, the, the worst thing about this is that, you know, if you don't know, the All Blacks just don't go out and have a beer in and amongst the public um, arena. They normally get ushered out into a private space. But even, even worse um, for this whole scenario is that they have security, like full-time security that follow them around everywhere, and they've allowed this to happen. That's, that's the question. If I was, you know, um, part of the management, I'd be saying, well, where were you? How come you how come you didn't stop this before it was escalated? How come it's Caleb Clark settling it down when we're paying you to look out for the players? So there's a, a heap of um, areas that are really contentious at the moment. And I just think there's a disconnect somewhere, like a massive disconnect. And until, I guess, they sort that out, maybe they're sorting that out at the moment. That's why it's taken so long, Louis. Um, but the disconnect is now playing out in the public arena. You're right, Kempe, and look, the performance on the field wasn't acceptable. Mark Robertson addressed that. Will he then address that the performance off the field has been equally as poor this week? Will he send out a tweet and a statement saying that my staff haven't acted and we are actually well, not? What's the, where's the accountability? Where's the accountability? And you know what the biggest word is here? And it's uh, so ironic because that's what all these well-paid people are, are labelled. Where is the communication? You know, you've got, you've got... We want to be more accessible. Mate... I sat there in the room when you did your four-hour presentation to every media outlet in New Zealand, and you said, we want to be more accessible. Transparent. Transparent. And here we Honest. are. We're, we're Friday, the week after the Irish test, and we've got nothing. We're guessing, and media is speculating that Ian Foster keeps his job. It looks like he certainly does now. Scott Robertson will be coaching the Barbarians. He's not going to coach the All Blacks. We painted this out earlier in the week. What happens to the assistants? Well, now we speculate. What happens to Sam Kane? Media is now saying he's lost his job. The speculation is unfair. It's what unf about Sam Kane? How f I feel like, for is him. There everyone thinking about what about Sam Kane? You know, like, or, there's more than one article out about Sam Kane that started coming out last night that he's lost the, the, the captaincy to Sam Whitelock. I think, personally, I think it's a really good idea. 
that Sam Whitelock is named captain. And, and has he said the same thing? Let's take the pressure off the bloke. Yeah, yeah. But what about Sam Kane? Stop the speculation. It'll be, you know, it'll be hurting the hurt the poor kid. S E N Z. So there's the timeline, and I don't I don't dredge this up just to make anyone feel bad or to again I can't believe I have to qualify this. I'm not dredging any of this up to make anyone at New Zealand Rugby feel bad about themselves. This isn't personal. This is my observation of the way it's played out this week. 0800 150 Where to from here? Uh, why isn't Scott Robertson coaching the All Blacks 15 on their end of year tour? Surely NZR would have signed him up to do that when they announced the tour before the Ireland tour. Did they offer him that role and did he turn it down to coach the Barbars? Richie, <laughs> great question. Brilliant question, Richie, and I don't know. Um, can you guys comment? Is intellectual rugby capital retained at Super Rugby and provincial level? For example, the Crusaders haven't conceded a line-out drive for ages. Why doesn't Sam Whitelock bring that intel to the All Blacks to use, or are they just not well-drilled enough from Pete? Pete, uh, this is a question, Kempe, you probably can answer. When players come from club level to international level, do they get to bring the parts of the game plan in, or is it on the coach and you just look to your new coach and there can be a completely different way to play and you leave that, you park that at the door? Well, it was a little bit different in my day because, you know, our coaches, Frankie was a really good um, manager. A lot of other coaches weren't coaching out of the, the NRL, which was what we were coming out. So we were all bringing game plans to the table, especially the senior players saying this is the style that we think will beat the teams that we're up against. Um, but, yeah, I, I think in the modern day, it's it's really that the coaches have a plan. And I'll, and I'll, and I'll qualify that by saying um, this, that, Izzy and a number of, of very good um, people that can analyse a game have said that this pod rugby that they've been playing has been caught up and surpassed. Mm-hmm. You know, and what we haven't seen is that innovation, such as what Andy Farrell brought down here with the rush defence and the way that he played at speed over the advantage line to score those wonderful tries and and take that um, that I guess the attack to the All Blacks. We haven't seen that here at the All Black side. So I don't think you've got players coming in at this level around Fozzie and his team and saying, well, this is what we want to do. Um, you do have your senior groups that sometimes if you put them together, like in most senior groups at rugby league level, you've got your spying. And when a coach is saying, this is what I want you to, to deliver, they do have input into saying, well, we think that this might work um, if we do it this way. But at, at the All Black level, mate, I reckon you come in and you adopt their system and you just try and deliver it. That's one of the biggest, I reckon that's one of the biggest issues and that's what people are saying. They just, they don't seem to be gelling with what's being told, uh, what they've been told to do. And Izzy's not here, but Kempi, I would completely agree. My my inference would be completely what you've painted the picture. I think new regime, you've got the, Ian Foster is meant to be the best coach in New Zealand. Let's be honest, you've got the best job in the world. So I think you park it at the door. Great. Some messages here on double eight double three, but 0800 150 We're two here for New Zealand rugby. Talk to us about this. How are you feeling? Where are your emotions at? Chris says ODT reckons... Kane has gone as captain. Callum Grace is in. De Groot is in. Yeah, I read that as well, Chris, and uh, other media have picked that up. Boys, it's clear cut. The crew steering the All Black ship has been leading them into a shipwreck. It's all coming out. Started when they let AIG be a billboard on our sacred jersey. Now, old trad, it shows that business and money has been the focus for getting our grassroots and community from Troy. Interesting perspective, Troy. Lads, the most telling press conferences are the ones that never happen. It's from Cameron, and, oh, geez, it's generated some content this week, hasn't it, Cameron? Gig reckons that Razor will never be coached because NZR don't like him. And Daniel sent her a very pithy message I'll get to on the other side of this. So will Kempe be off the back fence? It's 21 minutes past seven. Here with the Kemmers Warehouse. Great savings every day. I want you to ring the show, and I want you to talk to us about how you're feeling. As a New Zealand rugby fan this week, when you've heard that timeline of events, where does it leave you?
back after this. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.